welcome back to Tub in the Bedroom. I'm your host, Linnea, a.k.a. Lenny, and thank you for coming to have a soak with me. If it's your first time, well, welcome to the tub. Now, I am not going to keep you anticipating in anticipation, bated breath of what we're going to talk about. This is the season of self-investment. It is not just you season. It's not me season. It's we season. Yes, I'm corny like that. So this week we're discussing social self-investment. If you didn't get a chance to check out last week's video, I recommend that you click on it somewhere on this screen. I'm still getting used to it and watch that either before or after this one so it can give you the whole rundown on how these next now eight after this yeah eight weeks are gonna run so because we don't just talk about it but we be about it here i am gonna give you five tips tricks ideas ways hints on how you can invest in yourself socially so let's get into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is social media. Now, social media is a huge, huge, huge topic, and I probably should do multiple videos on this, but we'll start here. Social media can be such a good thing. It can be so positive, so motivating, so uplifting. There, in my case, I've gotten a lot of positive things from social media. However, on the flip side of that, it can be a very, very negative, dark, and just mean and terrifying place for people. To give a perfect example, let's take a look at celebrities. Explain to me why people follow them if they don't like them, like, or if they're just gonna troll them. We are, we have the power to make social media a positive space or a negative space because social media is really just showing us what society is like at large, what society is like outside of our, of the 10 mile radius that we live in. And the sad part is, is we see a lot of the dark parts and it's shocking to people, but this is the reality and the reality that a lot of people deal with. And it shows us perspectives that we might have never seen because obviously we might not be living from that viewpoint. Now, my biggest thing with social media is instead of being a troll, instead of following people you don't like, instead of, you know, seeing someone's post and then you see it and it just irks you for some reason, you don't know why, but it just irks you. Instead, and if, and I should say, and if you can't absolutely scroll by it, unfollow them. Why are you following them? So the first thing that you can do is a social media purge because we all say we need to do it and we never do. So unfollow, 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 unfollow the celebrities, unfollow the people that you don't talk to or you don't like, unfollow the friends and honey, 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 we're friends here for the sake of your heart, for the sake of your heart, your soul, your mind, block the X, block the X. Don't give me the excuse that we have mutual friends. We have this, we have that. Unless they are, you are your baby daddy, your baby mama, or your baby person. And that includes with pets because people do share custody of pets. Then you don't need to be talking to them. It doesn't mean that you can't become friends later. It doesn't mean that that won't open up, but if it's causing you pain or if you're sitting there and you're just showing 
let's say they moved on first and you're just showing their new person to your friends and talking crap about that new person, block them because you know why? It's really because you're better than that. You are not the person that has to tear other people down in order to bring yourself up. It's unnecessary and you don't have to do it. We've all done it. We've all done it. We have all done it. I've been guilty of it. Everyone I know has been guilty of it sometime in their life. But we're not those people. We are not people. We have great self-esteem. We have great self-confidence. And we don't have to tear other people down to bring ourselves up. If it was a healthy relationship that you guys just ended up not being on the same frequency for what you want in life, who knows? Maybe down the road you guys can be friends. But take a break from that. And if it's family that... If it's family or friends that are like family that you can't block or not follow because it's going to cause some drama in your real life, then mute them, restrict them. Use the tools at your disposal to make sure that you curate your social media to be a joyful, positive, and fulfilling place. Because I know, at least for me, When I go on social media, it is to take a brain break, which sounds odd because it's information overload, but I have made my social media full of just positive, funny, cute animals, and people that, my friends that I love to follow and support. Make social media something that fulfills you, motivates you, and brings you immense amount of joy. If it's not doing that, if it's bringing you negativity, if it's making you feel bad, if anything, get off of it because you shouldn't be on something that you can't make be able to bring you happiness. Like we, we, we have a short amount of time in this world. Anything that I can control to bring me happiness and set it up so it's bringing me happiness, I'm going to do exactly that. And you should too. So let's clean up our social media, purge it out, Unfollow all those people, unfollow all the people that you think are fake, that you can't stand, whatever, get rid of them. While you're unfollowing though, make sure you follow moi at Tub in the Bedroom and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, do all of the things, smash the bell because you never want to miss a soak sesh and you know, maybe we'll, you can DM me, maybe we'll vibe and we'll get on each other's close friends list and it'll just be a thing. It'll be like a, it'll be a vibe. We'll just vibe. So hit me up on the Insta or TikTok and yeah, let's do it. I'm not really on Twitter though. I'll be honest with you. Like Twitter's not, I'm too wordy. I'm I'm too wordy for Twitter. I'm not really good at those like I feel like you have to be very quippy, if that's a word. See, I don't even know if that's a word. On to the second thing. You see, I'm like breezing through these because I'm trying to keep it short and sweet and to the point for you. So you're welcome. (laughs) The second thing is we have, a lot of us have gotten our booster shots and spring is going to be here in like seven weeks. You hear the birds and everything that all the animals that come alive in spring. I don't know. It's time to like get out and do stuff. Fill up that social calendar. Now, don't forget the pandemonium is still happening and things are still kind of up in the air, but I'm talking from a realistic standpoint right now, because unless you're an introvert and you're trying to stretch it out that you don't have to see people, 
a lot of people are still just gonna try to go out and be as safe as possible. So fill up that social calendar, but be as safe as possible. Wear your mask, wash your hands, hang out with people that follow the same pandemonium protocol that you do, that they're your same level of careful, because then it, that will make you feel a little bit more comfortable. But if you are comfortable getting out there, then go out, fill up your social calendar. If you're single, ready to mingle, get out on some dates. Or if you're poly or in an E&M situation, get out on some dates, you know, make new friends. Okay. I have a secret for you. Okay. Don't you come on in. Don't come that close. <laughs> okay, sir. Okay, okay, sir. Ma'am, human. <laughs> this is not that kind of video. Um, this is not OnlyFans. Anyways, what? The girls just are trying to get out. Stay. Stay. I said stay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now back to our secret, come here, come on. You are allowed to make new friends that aren't your friends from college, that aren't your friends from high school, that aren't your friends from your old neighborhood. You're allowed to make new friends as an adult. Oh my God, you're allowed to make friends in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. You're allowed to do that. And, and, hold on, and, it doesn't have to be as hard as we're making it. It can be as simple as when you were on the playground, just throw it back, do a throwback Thursday and just be like, hey, you seem really cool. I'd love to exchange numbers and see if we vibe as friends. You exchange numbers, you go for coffee, da da da. You find out you vibe and voila, now you got a great new friend. See, that is that easy. It's that easy for you to make new friends. And sometimes it can actually be good to make new friends because it'll take you out of that nostalgia story. A lot of times when you're still friends with people from college, not saying that you shouldn't keep the, sorry, not saying that you shouldn't keep those friends, but sometimes maybe you haven't seen a friend in five years and they think like you're a certain way and you've maybe grown out of that. And let's say you were a wild child and then you meet up with them, you guys plan a night out, but maybe they were never a wild child, but they're expecting something crazy. And because you, they have that story of you in their mind, this is the way that they think that you're acting or going to act. And then when it's opposite of that, they're like, you know, whoa, what happened? What happened? What's with this person? And it's because they still have the story of, of you. And a lot of times we can unknowingly revert back to keep those stories truth. And so finding, making new friends allows for you to find people at a place where you are at, but also at a place where it's like, hey, I also know I can keep growing with these new people. It's just like bringing in new energy and it just keeps adding to fueling your growth, fueling their growth. And it's just a beautiful circle. So get out there, make new friends. However, make sure that you have number three, which is boundaries. Yes, it sounds contradictory, but boundaries are needed. Like 
you just need to have good boundaries and where you can say no. No is a powerful word. It is as powerful, if not more powerful than the word yes. So it is okay to say no. You want to make sure that you even have these boundaries before you get into these new friendships, relationships, situationships, because it's a big way to, what is it, weed out all the people that aren't really worth you taking your precious time and energy to put into that relationship. Because if they can't honor your boundaries, then you got to say bye, bye, bye-bye. Or as NSYNC put it, bye-bye-bye. The biggest thing is you're going to make beautiful new friendships, relationships, situationships with people that you can have good boundaries and good communication with it. It's imperative. So although it sounds contradictory, it's not. You need both to make a beautiful situation. Number four, if you weren't here for last season, you might not have heard me talk about Toxic Friends and Brittany Runs a Marathon. However, one, I would recommend going and watching that movie because it really, really, really just shows a great example of a surreptitiously toxic friendship. And two, let's talk about these friendships. Let's talk about these toxic friendships. Listen, listen, listen. It is sometimes difficult because you have the toxic friends that one, either sometimes it's very easy to identify them, sometimes it's not. And then you have on the flip side of those, you have the friends that aren't necessarily toxic, but they honestly just don't care about themselves enough. So it makes sense that they can't care about you enough. And you're often putting a lot more into the friendship than they might be putting. Someone is just singing. Look at the stars. I don't know. Someone is just like in their feels. Uh-oh. For the people that are on the flip side of that, it's tough because you start to realize through things happening in your friendship, often people don't care about themselves enough. And because of that, they can't actually care about you. If you don't love yourself, you can't really truly love someone else. And that is in a friendship because most of my friends, especially my long-term friends, I love them. I love them. I tell them I love them. I end the call with love you because I care about them. And I feel like we should normalize saying like, love you to our friends. Cause I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of weird not to when like you have like that close, like family friendship. So for those people, as tough as it might be, you have to let them go because maybe, maybe you were meant to grow until this point together. And now you're doing not only yourself, but them a great disservice by continuing to try to hold on to something when you guys might just need to separate, grow separately, and then maybe you'll be able to come back together in your growth. But as much as you would like to hold on to those long-term friendships, and I get it because maybe you're like me, you like to help others and you like to be needed at times and wanted, but it's not your job to save the world. It's not your job to save 
other people. It's their job to save themselves. There's nothing wrong with helping. But if someone doesn't even realize that there's a hole in their ship, you can't get on board of their ship and be the only one shoveling out water while they're standing there looking around being like, oh, what's going on? I don't know why. I'm having these issues. They have to want to help themselves. So, and it can be draining because as you keep putting in all this time into that friendship because you care about that person so much, you're not getting that back and it becomes draining. And so even though they might not be toxic, the drain on you becomes similar to dealing with toxic friends, maybe not as negative as dealing with with toxic friends, but it's the same, you feel the same drain and exhaustion. One way I really judge my friendships is do I feel, even if I've just been there helping them or just letting them vent or, you know, helping them with something that they really need help on, do I still feel energized after we get off the phone? Do I still feel energized after we hang out or do I feel drained? That's the way I kind of differentiate between like if someone's just sucking my energy or if someone is, we're we're having a mutual give and take of energy because I still feel fulfilled when leaving whatever we might be doing. I think that's a great way to judge friendships because if every single time you end a conversation with someone, you just feel drained or tired after, it's a pretty good signal like, "Mm, hey, this might not be, or you feel, or you feel less like yourself. You feel worse. You feel like questioning yourself. You feel like you should be doubting yourself or they cause you to doubt yourself. It's pretty, you should probably start looking at that friendship a little bit more closely and figuring it out. But the thing is, one of the biggest things you need to do to invest in yourself socially is kick the toxic friends to the curb. Set the people that they're not toxic, but because they're not caring for themselves, they're kind of wrapped up in all that's going on with them or maybe their pain. And all you kind of become is like a crutch or it could potentially lead to codependency, whatever it might be. I'm not a therapist. It's time to also set them aside, allow them to grow individually, and then you guys can potentially come back together. After you do this kind of, you do this friendship evaluation and purge and really feel like, hey, are these friendships giving as much as I'm giving? Are these friendships fulfilling me, lifting me up? Are they supporting me? Are they doing these things? It might feel a little lonely after because at this time you want to do the fifth thing which in my view is probably one of the most important and probably also sounds contradictory to what I just said about letting go of friends, which is look around and see who your support system is. The thing about it is, is when you remove the toxic friends, the friends that are kind of just spiraling in their thing and don't truly want to help themselves or take advice or, you know, take resources, whatever. It makes it clear so you can actually see who's there. And these can call them day ones, ride, or I don't like ride or die because I don't think anybody should be dying for you. I am not the type of chick to die for you. All of my friends know I am not one to die for you. I am a self-preservation bish. I will not die for you. I won't, I will not commit a felony for you. I might not say anything about what you did, but I'm not gonna do it. 
for you or with you, uh, these beautiful wrists will not be put in handcuffs for anybody but myself. But I'm not trying to get put in handcuffs. So <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of ride or die. You should not be asking anybody to die for you, commit a felony for you. But what you want is you want friends that are going to stand for you, friends that will stand to you or stand up to you, call you out when you need it, stand, friends that will weep for you, friends that will just hold you when you're down, friends that will lift you up, friends that I love to say that they will share your shit. They will share your stuff. They will help you with your business. They will lift you up in achieving your goals and your dreams. They will, they become like one, they're, they're like family. They will help lift your family up. They're the friend that let's say you have kids and they become auntie someone and they're always, they're there and their kids are like your kids and yeah. And their kids are like your kids and vice versa. And you just, you can always count on them, you know, so you're not going to ask them to commit any crazy stuff for you. But at the same time, you're going to also do all the same things for them and you're going to help them stand in their greatest power, just like they help you stand in your greatest power. That's what you want in your support system. That's what you want to be looking for and bringing those people in intentionally when you make new friends. That's why you want, when you're about to make new friends, you want to be like, oh, I want to, I want to see if we are, you want to be like, oh, I want to see if we're going to vibe because you want to make sure, yes, I'm, I want to get out there. I want to get my social calendar full, but I also want to have these boundaries and I want to make sure that I don't invite any more people that are toxic after I already did this purge. And I want to build a great support system with people that allow me to be my most authentic self at all times. You want to be able to be with people that allow you to be your most authentic self. You want to find your tribe and that should be the goal. The goal of just non-judgment where even if you guys disagree, you can talk about it like adults and they're not going to judge you and they're going to be there. And they are not only here for where you're at, but you're able to grow with them. So those day ones that you still have around from college and all that stuff from before, and also the new friends that you're going to make and just build yourself a full, beautiful tribe of people that hopefully your tribe can all be friends with each other too. And those are the five ways that we can invest in ourselves. To go over it real quick, do a social media purge, fill up that social calendar, get out there on dates if you're single, poly ENM, make new friends, but do it safely. Have your boundaries set, keep your boundaries in check, remove, kick to the curb those toxic friends. Kick them all to the curb, kick to the curb anybody that's draining your energy. Look around at your support system and start to intentionally build that support system and that tribe that allows you to be your most authentic you. If you enjoyed today's soak sesh and you don't want to miss this season of self-investment, then make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell. Don't be afraid to comment down below. If I'm not already going to talk about it, I'd love to dig into it a bit. Don't forget to ask yourself each day, how did you invest in yourself today? And be your most authentic you, because that's the person we all want to get to know. And then I will see you next Tuesday. This is like a heart.
it looks like a heart. Hold on, hold on. No, it's it. Oh, see? Oh my God, look at that. <laughs> Let me pop some so we have more of a heart. <gasps> it's, a, oh, it's a heart bubble. Bye.